I'm ready to hit the post. Welcome to another episode of Hate This Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Todd Gerslin, and I am here, of course, with my uh, counterpart, Mr. Justin Brown. How are you, sir? Baby boy. And uh, today we have Mr. Marty Caproni. Hey, fellas. How are you? Good, dude. Uh, As we were just talking before, and I know Marty from hosting for him and Jesse May, like, I don't know, it was a year ago, a little over a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. A couple years ago. And uh, I'm going to tell you, dude, is that, you know, I've hosted for a lot of people that have come through. I don't say a lot of people, like, I'm whatever, but I, you know, but I got to say that Marty and Jesse May, fucking cool motherfuckers, dude. Cool as a motherfucker. You guys might have been the, the two coolest people that I fucking, comics I dealt with, man. You guys were Thanks, awesome. man. I know you've I know you've hosted for some decent names and some cool some cool people, so that's cool. That's high praise. Yeah, you guys were definitely. A, how how is she doing? You guys. Uh... She's she's good, man. We we uh, we talk like probably almost every day, just trying to keep our our mental faculties because you know we're used to just being on the road together all the time. So yeah. when we see each other every couple of weeks, you know. Dude, I'll do, um, you're a, I, we were also talking before about doing comedy right now and because of the quarantine and uh, you do a lot of crowd work. I mean, like I've seen, I've sat there and watched you do crowd work for like a, just a fucking half hour. And so do, how is that going to go with uh, the people being so separated, dude? It's, uh, it's weird, man. I, you know, the, the shows that I would do, like, I love that club. I love comedy at the Carlson. So that weekend we were having fun, you know, cause it was, there were good crowds packed out. They're close they're tight to the stage. It's fun to talk to them. You know, yeah. every, every show, there was like something different going on in the crowd. So even though we'd be like, all right, no crowd work. Then we go out and there'd be like a bachelorette party with one dude in it. And we'd be like, well, what's the deal? You know, like trying to find out what's going on with it or whatever. But now dude, it's weird. Um, people are spread out. So like, I haven't really been, I haven't really been, feeling comfortable enough to do that. I did a little bit of it last weekend in a, in a headline set, but I, I haven't been doing really any of it because you're, it's not, you know, the shows are, most of them are outside and the people are sitting far apart. So you're better off to just kind of plow through. Stick with and, jokes. Yeah. Stick with jokes or just talk about, you know, talk about what you want to talk about, you know? Yeah. Um, but cause that's just but, weird. Uh, cause like, cause you can't pick up on details. You know what I mean? Like, what do you, how can you from far away it's like and you're gonna yell it's gonna it's just gonna seem awkward yeah i mean where are you from right you can here's the thing man like normally like if i if i do some crowd work it's usually a sign that i'm comfortable in the club you know what i mean like i'm either comfortable with the owners or i'm I'm uncomfortable with jess like we we go out and you know there are shows where we're like hey no crowd work we tell you know then there's shows where we're like hey let's just let's just riff the whole set, you know, Sunday late show or something like that. But, um, in a, in a club, you know, when you're traveling, you're going to new clubs, you have to be comfortable with like the booker or the owner, if they're there to even, to even venture down that road. Cause you don't, you don't want to piss off the wrong. Some people turn their nose up at it or whatever, but man, everyone at the Carlson is so cool. You know, Mark. It's so and, weird to me that people turn their nose up at crowd work. If you're good at it, like, I don't see that, that being, a problem you know what i mean yeah it's you know 
you would be surprised, man. Some, some, I mean, I, I mean, in a given weekend, if we do five shows, you know, we might have two where we cut loose a little bit and do some crowd work. And then we might have, you know, three where we're just straight material. Um, but in some clubs it's, we do none of it because, um, you know, we know that maybe the booker's not a big fan of it or whatever. Uh, sometimes I won't do it at all. Like if, if Jess is working on something and we're trying to be disciplined, then I'll try to be disciplined as well. Like we'll, we'll say, Hey, you know, we're, we're just doing material this, this set. But Carlson, man, like that weekend we were there with you, we were having so much fun and the crowds are so wacky. You know, there's like so many people and there were so many characters in the crowd that you, even if you didn't want to do crowd work, you kind of had to, you know? Yeah. Well, especially I think from her being from Syracuse is why yeah. you, you get some, you get some good, good crowds here. Yeah. We had people come all the way from Buffalo, Syracuse last time. It was cool. Like we had a, a few sellouts. Um, it's, uh, I mean, one of the, our favorite clubs to do in the country, you know, um, just from the room itself to all the, all you guys who we meet, you guys have like a cool little scene out there to like the owners and stuff like that. It's, it's just the staff, like everyone's cool there. So when we go, we feel like we're going home, you know, right. I think we've done it like three times. And even when we do media, we do like the, the brother, we show and all that stuff. Like, yeah. It's it's like almost like old hat now. It's like fun, you know. Like yeah. we, we look forward to it, you know. Yeah, dude. We were it's, supposed to be there. We were supposed to be there a week after quarantine, but you know that got scratched. Obviously, I was uh, supposed to uh, host for you guys. Yeah, no, I know. I think we asked for you specifically. So yeah, um, you are you are you are He's not full of shit. They actually look at. There's at least two people in this world that want me to do comedy, dude. And not only that, but Jesse May told me that I should write a TV show, dude. She, yeah, she you said, should on your life. She I was remember high that. as fuck telling me she's you like, should dude. write a fucking joke about it. Is what I've been telling him for the past fucking three yeah. years. I joke. I like joking about writing it. puns about Michael Jackson and shit, dude. Listen, that's a good Michael Jackson joke, dude. I don't even <laughs> tell it, dude. Is there such thing as a good Michael Jackson joke anymore? That's the question. Uh, I don't know. Dude, Todd's act is like if Michael Jordan wrote an autobiography and only talked about the cars that he worked on in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's funny, though. You'll see people. How long have you been doing it, Todd? Like five years? Not even, dude. Like three. Yeah, I mean, three, I remember that. You're, you're good for your time, man. Some, sometimes people... Um, it takes you a level of getting comfortable on stage before you start talking about like stuff that's really heavy or really personal to you. Yeah. So like one of my favorite things, like watching that develop with people is you have these people with these like super interesting stories. Not that you're this way because you do talk about your experience uh, on stage, you know, some of your jokes, but right, yeah, yeah. sometimes you'll watch people that have this crazy life story and then they go up and they're just like, man, what's the deal with Star Wars, huh? Fucking Star Wars right. is crazy. Like Tinder. Yeah. Uh, like, dude, your mother got you. murdered fucking three years ago. You, you, literally, like, literally. You're like, man, cats. About... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the cats are crazier than dogs, right, man? And you're like, dude, uh, your mom was stabbed in front of you. Dude, mall, you have right? a swastika tattooed on your face right, right. now. <laughs> you, were, uh, you were convicted of pedophilia. Yeah, you might want to bring that up. Yeah, uh, that actually do. that actually happened uh, in uh, this this scene. Really? You had a yeah. pedophile? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was so it, it Gisling it got, Maxwell or was it uh, Jeffrey Epstein or was it a Rochester? It, I, I, Jeffrey Epstein was actually visiting and doing open mics. Okay, good. 
Yeah, and uh, he, he, <laughs> he had was a bringer. All the he, <laughs> yes, he was at all the middle schools uh, doing <laughs> comedy. Um, yeah, you know the funniest person on Jeffrey Epstein's island contest. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I know who that would be, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be a, two people. Who? I mean, Clinton, I would put I, I would put my money on Clinton, man. Clinton He's a funny might. dude. I don't know though. Trump would probably win that contest, though. Trump's pretty. I don't hilarious. think he went on the island, He's though. Never been. Do, yeah, that's. Oh, what I don't think he went. That's what all the QAnon say, Marty. Are you? What are you? Are you QAnon now, dude? Dude, I I have so little patience. For that thing, someone yeah. sent me a link to a ten-part QAnon documentary oh. of, about this, and they were like, "And I was like, dude, do you think I'm going to watch ten hours of this horse shit? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they were like, "You don't have to, Marty. All you need to do is watch the last twenty-five minutes, and it's going to blow your and mind." That's where they blame like, the Jews, right? I and mean, they, they always end the dude, last twenty-five minutes blaming the fucking Jews. Dude, the last 25 minutes it wasn't even the jews what happened the last 25 minutes they start like they start with like the basis like the oh epstein and then this happened i thought you said and basis they, i was they, like what like flea what was flea start with about? the basis no don't tell me flea dude not flea first they no, the came basis. for the drummers and i said nothing <laughs> and then and then and then they get down dude and like i'm literally like in the last five minutes they're like donald trump's uncle was a genius who got technology from Nikola Tesla uh, and he's invented a time machine also <laughs> dude I'm not even I'm not even bullshitting this by the way this is all 100% I, I know right now it sounds like I'm just making up funny shit to tell you but it's Donald, legit in this go thing back. and then he's like he's like and um, what's wrong dad tell me what's wrong <laughs> JFK Jr is going to be the guy who comes out and blows the lid off all this. Donald Trump has tapped him to do that because him and JFK Jr. are good friends. JFK Jr. What, was dude? targeted targeted by the cabal, so he faked his own death. And and that is why and they show like his wife's dress when she went missing, and they show the gift that Obama's wife gave uh, whatever, Melania. And they're like, and that's part of the gift, and this is part of that. Dude, it's in. Dude, this is why it's insane to me that I don't understand why like there's so many terrible movies being made nowadays. All you have to do is let conspiracy theories write a movie, and it's going to be the most amazing shit you've ever seen in your life. I don't know very much. I don't know very much about Scientology, but my my friends that have uh, been involved in it or or whatever. God's mom used to work for the church. Oh really? Oh yeah, dude. My mom was uh, she was straight up uh, in the biz. For oh. I don't know, quite a few years, dude. She sold for him. That's where she lived for yeah, him. Dude, she fucking she invented adrenochrome. I'm pretty sure. Well, my mom was the first one to kill a baby. Actually, to, well, she was the first test subject. Uh, that's so funny. Donald Trump's uncle was like she did adrenochrome when she was pregnant with Todd, and that's why he has gauge earrings at 45 years old. Dude. <laughs> they were just regular earrings, but gravity took her. Um, the the. <laughs> The uh, thing with it, it, it eventually spirals out into, so like my friends who have done like Scientology always told me like, I guess it gets crazier the farther you're in it, you know, it starts off like this is helpful. And then it's like, by the way, we're all, there's alien people here and we're all owned by them and you're going to be on a spaceship and blah, blah, blah. And that is literally what happens at the end of that QAnon documentary is Dude, they're like, hello? 
There's aliens. Oh, you think it's like a Scientology crossover movie? Dude, it's not a crossover. It's just, it's just, here's what people do. Um, cause I don't, I used to, it's temptation to tell people who follow conspiracy theory. It's temptation to make them mm-hmm. sound like they're, they're dumb and they're stupid. And I don't think necessarily they're dumb and stupid. Nope, you muted. Marty, you got muted somehow. Something was like totally weird the past few minutes. I don't know if... Was that QAnon that muted me? <laughs> dude, um, we just got so... hacked out hard by Tom Cruise, dude. So, so here's what happened. I, I think that people... I don't even know if it's gullible. I, I think that people... Times are so crazy right now that they need they need sometimes an explanation bigger than the simple thing because they can't imagine the, th- the simple thing is true. Dude, you know what I mean? I think you're right. I, I so, was, I've been, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So they, what they did with that documentary is they take all these crazy things that's hard to have explanations for. And then they take a few conspiracies that are common sense. Like, I think everyone agrees that Epstein didn't kill himself, you know? Right. So they take that and then they know, hodgepodge it all in. I think he, I mean, he could have killed himself, but he killed himself because he knew that. No, he didn't kill himself, dude. The, 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 his cellmate killed him. I mean, that's there's no doubt. He had, that, wait, that, he had a cellmate? Did they put him in a cell with a <laughs> former cop who was like a weightlifter who literally, who literally was serving like a life sentence because he had, I think he had killed people or something for the mob. Are so, you serious? They would. They, yeah, I, bro. I thought he was like confined, dude. Like, yeah, no. dude. Epstein was on. Dude, Epstein won the fucking rec league basketball championship that year, bro. Yeah, like they literally. <laughs> the most so they, so he, they put him in there with that dude. Turned off all the cameras, and the jail guards just happened to take a break against protocol. And surprise, surprise, he hung himself in that time. Dang. I used to, I like I've seen pictures too where they try to make it look like the body isn't even his body. They like, look at the ears and the nose. You seen those right. pictures, dude? It, it's yeah, a, I, I love people, it, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I actually like conspiracies. Like I don't believe half of it, but man, when I go on Reddit, dude, it is so fun to go through the fucking shit that people. But are what were you gonna say though about how they take like they take like things that are clearly are conspiracies and they lump them in with other ones? Yeah, so they take they take these uh, conspiracies that might have some credibility to them like a jfk conspiracy right or something like that and then and then they stretch that out beyond the bounds of reason and then they they throw about a hundred other things at once so if one of those things comes true they're like yeah see we knew the conspiracy the conspiracy showing that it's right and it's like dude you had 10 hours of predicting things in this conspiracy if i predicted shit for 10 hours straight i would look like yeah i look i look like nostradamus i can predict shit it's like the monkeys will eventually type out Shakespeare if there's a million right. over it. But I think, right. dude, see, I feel bad for conspiracy theorists. I was actually working on a bit about this where it's like, I think the government does fuck people over so many times. And like, it's like, it's like if the government is an abusive boyfriend, right? And conspiracy theorists are like abused women that have been gaslit their whole life, but they don't have access to the, to their boyfriend's cell phone. So they just come up with the these wild theories of what they're doing because they know they're doing something but they're just like abused crazy people yeah no you know what though here's the thing you want to know to your point when you see somebody in a relationship and they seem like they're crazy 
a lot of times they're not crazy. A lot of times they are being gaslit, like you said, or right. there there is something screwed up that's going. They're like, uh, you were you didn't come home for three days, you know? Like there's some there's something there, and and then they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I already told you I was at Dave's house or whatever, right? Right, and the and, government's but, just kind of like, yeah, totally. I'm having sex with lizard people on the moon. <laughs> well, but but like for them, yeah, but for them, it's the same thing they're trying to keep their relationship. So they're trying to organize things the best they can. They're like, I can't make sense of this. So let me come up with some crazy explanation to fill in the blanks. Right. He's not cheating on me. He's out defeating legions of pedophiles. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, it, that, that Q, the thing that the QAnon theory that weirds me out is they conveniently, I mean, they literally in that documentary called Donald Trump, the great one. He's called the great one. Um, it's like some Chinese he's shit. Considered, yeah, he's considered almost supernatural in that in that thing. He and doesn't poop. He's, dude, he's just no, slowly becoming Kim Jong-un. <laughs> dude, it's, you got to watch it. I'll send you the link to it. Um, so he he's considered the great one. They, they, they always tie up one of my buddies. He's like, is the fun start now? Like Bannon got rested today. He's like, the fun start now. Now watch. It's like, watch what? That's his old chief of staff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he, thought, he thought that Bannon was one of, like, when he got busted, he's like, oh, drain the swamp, bro. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and he's like, it's going to start now. It's starting to get fun. Watch the next couple of months. And it's like, it's like, dude, you understand there's like a hundred pictures of him with fucking Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell hanging out at parties. And right. they, like, like, you're acting like he's this great crusader. With his arm around. I mean, like, he's with there's young girls there and... I mean, like, yeah, know. and and dude, I'm not like a, I'm not like what you consider a Trump hater. I really, I just, I hate most politics by now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I, I look at everything. I think so much of it's bullshit on both sides. But if you can't look at that dude and be like, all right, look, I kind of, I kind of see him for what he is. I mean, he's always been a playboy. He's a billionaire playboy. He, he, he had a pregnant wife at home. He was banging a. Uh, a porn star, whatever. That's fine. He got busted, yeah, paid her pretty, off. That's pretty sick. Paid her off a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. That's fine. But now you're going to tell me that's the same guy who is literally leading some great moral crusade against sexual deviancy. Like it's like they went too far. It's like he was already so cool by that description that I was on board, but then you made it unbelievable. It's like finding out that right. Jesus Christ also like was a bodybuilder or something. Well, like, and I'm not, I'm not making value judgments on him and what his picadillos are in bed or who he sleeps with or whatever, but you're not going to sit there and then pretend that that same guy is also this great crusader. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's a con man is what he is. He's just, right. he's, he's good at tricking people. People but, are so hopeless that they're willing to fucking hope that, that uh, they want to believe anything. They want to believe anything. And there's people that ba have backed him that will just, that now they can't not back them. Well, it's not so even that they, they they just, they're so lazy, I think, <laughs> is the biggest problem. It's not even that they want to believe anything. They want to believe anything that's packaged to them in a way where they can watch 20 minutes on YouTube and then have it all explained to them. You know what I mean? Well, let me tell you this. Um, one of the things that I, I forget who, oh, I think it was his ex, the Michael Cohen guy said, they're like, I don't foresee him leaving the White House because he's terrified of going to prison, of someone trying to put him in prison. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, come on, he's got to leave. But then the, which I, the other day, 
His the you prison know? that he would go to would be like some nice ass prison though, right? Like he wouldn't get well no, but the other day they announced that he announced that maybe he'll seek a third term, which like is constitutionally inaccurate. You can't do, <laughs> you know, but but these I love how he's thrown. I don't think that he like even is a dictator. I just don't think that he knows any better. He's just like, he well, what about right. the president for life? Well, <laughs> one of the things that's really funny about the guy that I give him a lot of credit for where he's really smart is he knows if bad news comes out, if he says something stupid or, or crazy, all he has to do is one tweet and it changes the narrative in all the news outlets. Like there was some damning report that came out with the GDP being down or whatever. And he sent out like a tweet. He sent out like some, some tweet. I forget what the tweet was. Uh, maybe, oh, about maybe he'll delay the elections. He sent out the delay the elections right, tweet. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, everyone stopped paying attention to the economic report and just started talking about that. And, and then, and then my, my friends who are super liberal are like, can you believe this? This guy's an idiot. Can you believe? It? I'm like, who's the idiot? Like, he literally got you thinking about that so when you should have been thinking about you this. Think he, he was playing the old switcheroo, like doing that. You think that was purposeful, or is he just an idiot? It's 100 percent perfect. Yeah, it's I, one. He's not an idiot. The guy's not. He's not a dumb man. So he's like, he's like a idiot savant. He's like good at like really good at certain things. But I can't wait until that whole thing that you're talking about accelerates. Where he realizes that that's his best power is to like tweet some crazy shit to change the narrative, and then things well, are gonna does. get really fucking bad to the point where he's just like, it's gotten to the point, people, where I am going to open and release an OnlyFans account. <laughs> and well, here's the thing: he's um, one of the things that I found really interesting about this that gives me hope going forward for our democracy is. This is the first time in presidential election history, probably. I mean, maybe there was some during Obama, but where you're able to go back and search and look at your posts from five years ago or four years ago or three years ago. So all these people who are so cocksure right now that that he is a savior and he has done nothing wrong and blah, blah, blah. If if he doesn't get elected and then they get in there and they start cracking open the books and they're like, Holy shit, look at all this stuff. Well, now they have a public record. They can't, they can't pretend that they, I never really liked him that much. They can't do that. They literally have to sit there and own it because there's a paper trail of it. Right. Like you're you were actually wearing a make America great again hat in your, right. Think, like there's pictures of you and that there's, you know, just like George Bush, so, you, you know, to your point, I think that like so many people aren't going to be able to like, <laughs> excuse me lie about that shit anymore because the, the evidence is right there that it's going to become less about being like a republican or less about being a democrat and people are going right. to be like i'm not a democrat i'm an anti-republican you know or like i'm not a republican i'm an anti-democrat so the whole yeah. policy is about what the other people are doing and not about what they're right. doing i'm i'm not gay i'm just anti-vagina <laughs> <laughs> right but you know i i think that the fact that you know I remember with George Bush, some of my friends were huge George Bush marks. They loved George Bush. Wait, you're talking the same... little George or big George, dude? L little Junior, right? Okay. So so I, I remember, I think after 9-11, everyone wanted to go to war except for Bernie, which is probably why people should have trusted Bernie's judgment. But, but a lot of my friends that were like so pro-Bush 
are now oh, yeah. so anti-Bush. They're like, I never liked that guy. I never did it. And I'm like, bro, I had conversations with you at length where you told me how he's great and how he was the best president we ever had and all this shit. You know but there's you, no record to that conversation. You know but now, thanks to Facebook. I see the opposite of what you're saying right now. I see people that were like fucking hating on Bush because he was comparing him to Hitler and all this crazy shit. Right. And now they're like, oh, what a kooky old man. I yeah. Out well, the best thing that ever happened to that dude. Historically, you would have thought if there was no Trump presidency, you would have been like, man, that's going to be the roughest presidency of the next like 50 to 100 years. You know, the, that the Iraq war. Or whatever. Right. But now, just- total different world, you know? So he, he's got to be happy about things, I guess. But I wish there were yeah. fucking QA non conspiracies about George Bush, man. That would have been a lot of fun. The Bush family is part of it. They it's mixed in there too. Are they really? Do they mix in everything? It's incredible. It's all <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, they're like the dude. We're gonna find out that it's just like all the Marvel fucking writers for like the movies. They just like weave all the fucking stories together. Uh, imagine here's what I the best way I can describe it. Imagine the Marvel writers got together in a writing room, and they took a board and they took a whiteboard and they started writing on the whiteboard all the different plot ideas and plot twists and turns mm-hmm. and new characters that they thought and uh, storylines and character lines and everything else. Imagine they wrote it all on a board and then they just looked at it and go, what are we going to take? And they go, I mean, let's just put it all in one book and see what the fuck happens. That's now, what I'm like just, the now I'm just picturing like <laughs> coming this summer, J.J. Abrams, pizza right. date. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's crazier than that, but yeah, I mean, the PizzaGate thing like, everyone doesn't talk about. Lost. I mean, like I, I used to watch the TV show Lost. And uh, like there was all kinds of clues and it was like one of the first online TV shows where it was like you can search for different clues uh, throughout the Internet about the show. Right. Am I cutting out? Is this Mike doing weird shit? No, no. you're good. OK, you're good. Uh, and I feel like it's the same kind of shit, man. They're just fucking they're, they just kind of are throwing a million fucking things against the wall and some of them stick. Yeah, well, because there are conspiracies, you know, there are. Oh, look, at here's that now. Paul just shared the thing with uh, Bill Clinton getting a massage, right? Yeah, that, and with that, that girl. The, uh, that is the woman that uh, was raped by Jeffrey Epstein, I believe. Okay, right. But I will clarify something because someone corrected me on this. That picture where she's rubbing Bill Clinton's back, she was a licensed massage therapist then, and she was 22 years old, so she wasn't underage. Why that matters, I don't know. But my friend made it very clear to me that she wanted me to point that out and she actually yeah she actually has this friend of mine has really impressive inside information on this whole thing because she's a lawyer and she was originally the first lawyer to depose epstein back 10 years ago when he got arrested the first time yeah what dude she sat in a room with him and deposed the dude yeah so what? So what? So what is your insight then, dude? I mean, like, with your, what's Damn, your opinion? That's on crazy. That? I mean, <clears throat> her without like, because I don't know what what will compromise or not compromise, but but what she had basically said was even back then, it was clear that he was a scumbag, but it was also clear that he had a ton of power, and that he was able to abuse that power 
at will with judges and prosecutors. And he, he arranged himself like a very sweetheart deal, like really sweetheart deal. No prison so, time. No so, uh, I mean, what, she is a licensed uh, massage therapist. Twenty. She's a licensed massage therapist. That's of age. But right. where there's smoke, there's fire. And it just seems creepy and fucking weird, she, dude. To be fair, she also said she was on that trip with Clinton and that he was a perfect gentleman on that clip, on that trip. Now. Got paid. Motherfucker got paid. Now, got I'm not paid. saying, I'm not saying anything except for if I was that girl. No, you're, you got it wrong. If I was Come that girl. On. No, listen to me. Hear me out. You, you're close, but you're no cigar. If I was that girl, I would be like. They'd be like, was Bill Clinton uh, a gentleman? And I'd be like, hmm, let's see. I don't want to end up dead. So, yeah, he was a really awesome gentleman. Right. You know oh, what I mean? I, oh, that's absolutely true. You don't, I mean, that's, that is uh, an option where she could be killed. But somewhere along the line, I'm sure that girl got taken care of uh, through money to be like, shut the fuck up, right? Who, I mean, I don't I mean, know, maybe, wait, wait, but. Wait, didn't she get, but she got, I mean, Epstein he raped her though when he she was underage though well that's why i'm saying i don't think she got paid money because she's testifying against epstein right. i i think i think either either be funny if she was also a- said that she she like after epstein raped her she's like well to be fair epstein was also quite the gentleman when he raped me as well <laughs> oh it just cut out there did you guys hear me it cut uh, out yeah, so uh, you know, <laughs> I, I heard him. my joke. <laughs> I did. It was funny. Uh, he was a gentleman. Yeah, it's well, it's strange, dude. Like I don't, uh, I don't. Bill, Cl- it just seems like uh, old Billy Boy definitely was up to something in them pictures, right? Well, I'm gonna say this though. It's very. It's very plausible the guy's been a perfect gentleman. He's a charming, good-looking dude who is the most powerful person in the world at one point. It doesn't like- take a lot. For He's like, hey man, I just like hanging around pedophiles. That's not a crime. <laughs> right. Well, I I no, nope. you're missing they make my point. Good friends. They make really I, good music, man. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I here's here's the thing I'm open to. All right. I'm open Uh-oh, to the fact. My, be careful, Marty. I'm open to the fact because I'll do it right now, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm open to the fact that. Let's say he was just like, this is a rich guy with a plane. He's great. He flies me everywhere. We have fun. We party. Sometimes there's ladies there. Fine. Maybe he doesn't know that they're 18 or 16 or whatever the hell they were. I don't know. But <laughs> I ain't got I time to check everybody's licenses, man. <laughs> right. But, but, but I also don't think that he's a guy that maybe doesn't have to be a gentleman. Like, I think he probably could have very well been a gentleman. Because he's Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton. He's- gentleman rapist. <laughs> hey, look at he he opted to put it on the dress instead of the face. He always, so he always served his rape ties on the right. left hand side. <laughs> well, you know, even the Monica Lewinsky thing, everyone talks about it like she was victimized. They're like, oh my gosh, she was 21, she was 22. Look, man, you're a 21, 22 year old woman at that point. Like, you right. know better than to blow your boss, and you know better than to do that shit. Like, it's not like you went into a middle school and grabbed her. You know what I mean? Right. No, it's- totally. It's just to me, I don't know. It just seems really funny that the concept of gentleman rapist is really funny to me. Well, I didn't like- say he was a rapist. He got a massage from a girl who then said he was a gentleman the whole trip. He's like, all right, you're going to give me a massage and I'm going to strip down to nothing but my top hat. No, but I'm going to... 
Don't touch my I'm going to tell you. I mean, for what it's worth, just in the interest of factual stuff, that picture was taken in an airport in Portugal during a layover. It wasn't taken on the plane. The same girl who was accusing Epstein of rape, who I would assume if Clinton raped her, would be accusing him of rape. Um, probably more so because she could actually but sue him. But maybe she only felt comfortable enough to accuse Epstein because he was in custody at the time where Bill Clinton wasn't in custody. Well, that's the other part of the motivation I said. Maybe she also did the math and was like, I don't want to end up dead. So, yeah, he was a perfect gentleman. I don't know. I don't know that. No, I mean, because wasn't Clinton like supposedly went to his island like 26 times or something like that? No, he flew on the plane 26 times. He went to the island four times, allegedly. Which is still um, a lot of times. <laughs> right. He said that he went, he said that, or maybe he said that he flew four times in the plane, but it was really 26. He's like, listen, man, I took a boat there like four or five times, but we're just splitting hairs now. Right, right. <laughs> four, 26, whatever. Right. <laughs> but to be also fair, if him and Hillary kind of had like a sham marriage just to basically with her political aspirations as the future and, you know, if they had kind of that sham marriage thing, I mean, are you going to blame the I mean, are you going to blame I the I definitely guy? think it's possible that he wasn't, banging a bunch of kids i just find it unlikely i said i suppose i i'll tell you this here's the other thing i've never heard clinton say anything creepy about underage people there are multiple clips of trump oh trump for sure creepily dude. saying stuff about his daughter who's <laughs> yeah, like 16 dude, but, yeah, dude. they're not both not creepy though. and then there's that creepy photo of her with like on his lap that's dude yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, he was like, "Who? look at the legs on her. She was like 15 at the time. And, and said like, something like, if my daughter wasn't my daughter, I'd marry her or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that, which yeah, is yeah, weird. No, Trump for sure is like, I, I'm not trying to, I, I just think Billy, dude, I don't know. I, he, I, he's I'm just such a, I think anybody who's got that level of power, money, or influence yeah. is probably going to be a little wackier. You know what I mean? Well, it's plus two. It's like I, my whole theory is that they just they get people they can blackmail to put in power so that way they do what they're supposed to. Well, that that's the thought. There's a lot of thought that behind Epstein's Island was like the Mossad or like CIA or one oh, of them. Oh, yeah. I've heard and that. And they used it. Yeah, I told they you, used it, it comes back to the Jews, dude. Yeah, <laughs> is the CIA you, dude. the Jews, dude? That'd be hilarious. Jewish CIA. <laughs> Todd, are you Jewish? Are you, are you Jewish, Todd? Yeah. Okay, good. Because if you weren't, that was going to seem really fucking anti <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, I was about to be like, hey, guys, I have to go. I'd like to have a Hello, motherfucker. Yeah, he just keeps bringing it back up. Like, am I right? Am I right? Every time I do an anti-Semitic joke, I just have to put on my yarmulke now, apparently. One, dude, uh, my, one of the kids who opens for me uh, a lot when I go on the road, my, my little buddy, Brian Plum, he um he's jewish right little Jew and he, your little jewish buddy real nice dude real yeah <laughs> i got a jewish well, I mean, friend <laughs> exactly. no, he's not, not so small rest of the body but he he goes on stage a lot of times and he'll he'll just be like ah he'll say some like jew stuff like really like like jew jokes yeah i don't like and, the way you say it dude actually yeah <laughs> well, he says this jew so stuff and i say hey not well, on my on. show but that's how he frames it he, he goes on stage and he goes I'm gonna do some Jew stuff, and then he and then he <laughs> makes Jewish jokes, and then he collects everybody's taxes. Oh, here's the weird part about it: he is he's Jewish, but when he's when he you know when he's newer, he comes off stage and he's like, 
he comes off stage. He's like, bro, I don't, I don't know, man. This crowd doesn't get me or whatever. They, they, like, they hate me. And I go, Brian, you fucking forgot to say you're Jewish and you said like 15 <laughs> minutes of Jew jokes. Everyone in the crowd thinks you're like a, the reincarnation of Hitler. Like you're anti-Semitic. <laughs> You fucking dummy. You got to right. say, I'm a Jewish stupid kid. Stupid fucking Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Leave I'm not co-signing on that. Jewish, <laughs> right. See, that Jewish guilt kicks in and you do anything you can to forget it, dude. So that's little Brian. Fucking little, little B. Little Plump. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Good kid. But sometimes. Crowd, sometimes didn't, crowd wasn't shit, digging man. it. Huh? They're like, why is he going off on Jews right now? They're like, not that we don't yeah, agree, see, but. Like, he was newer, so he would forget. <laughs> you know, sometimes you forget to like set up the joke, and you start telling the joke, and then you realize you didn't tell the joke that sets it up, and you're right, like, "Ah, right. shit." I want picture is just like some black dude using the N word, and everybody's like, oh. "He's like, no, 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 I'm black. That's that's." Okay. I'm black. It's okay. It's, it's okay. funny. It's <laughs> to tell everybody he's black. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, yeah, Brian Gumble. Like, no, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess Brian Gumble's black. Brian Gumble's black, right? He's the guy from the. Good Morning America or something like that? He was on, like, the sports shows. Him and his brother. There was two Gumble brothers. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, they were, like, the whitest, like, growing up, they were, like, broadcasters, but they talked like this. Like, can you remember? I I was mixing him up with Matt Lauer for a second. (laughs) Matt Lauer is the, uh... He's the convicted... Can you imagine how funny it would be if there was a uh, a Jewish comic that made the same mistake, but he lived in Germany, and he's just like, "Hello, everybody! I'm going to do some Jewish material." Do you know in Germany? You noticed from what? how Jewish moms are so annoying. This is crazy joke you make. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, this is crazy. You joke. I. Uh, one of my buddies is uh he's been in germany he spent a lot of time in germany he said like like they are so careful and guarded about anything anti-semitic in germany and he said it like you can't believe it and i was like no i can't i kind of <laughs> can believe it dude i mean i kind of that's kind of on them you know i mean it's like, it's like if your kid died in a boating accident you're like can you believe brian doesn't want to go to the beach with us he, he gets weird in the water i don't know why yeah it's like do they dude, go the extra mile and like if you are jewish and go there they treat you like good like they give you candy and shit or something like, oh, that's what i'm saying like, we have so many candies and chocolates <laughs> for you You come, Jew but i was like home. i was telling him i'm like dude there's like six million reasons why they're probably not gonna laugh at that joke you know <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh-huh. It's like two million, though, right? You between you and me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's, that's another conspiracy theory, right? That's another conspiracy well, theory. I guess. Just like, no, you don't even have to pack. We have plenty of extra shoes we can give. I, <laughs> one of my favorite things is when people argue the number as though two million difference, as though two million is way better than six million. Like, like, Hitler, like, right? like Hitler got to two million. He goes. I said, oh, we're doing good, you know, it's two million. Let's not get crazy. You know, like, like he's he like, guys, guys, settle down. We don't want yeah. to look like monsters over here. I think here. we made our point. You know, no, he would have killed everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, then, and then my other favorite one is when they uh, they compare the Armenian gen- genocide mm-hmm. oh, and, yeah. and, they, and they go back and forth. And I'm like, guys, isn't it possible that maybe like both of you guys got like <laughs> fucked over? Both genocides are a little. It's unchilled. like it's like it's like two of your friends whose wives cheated on them and and left them, being like, "Yeah, but you know, Sandy, Sandy did anal." You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> right. it doesn't matter. You're both right, in the same right, right. boat. 
But the, yeah, the Armenian one at least put out uh, some yeah. system of a down. Yeah, it's just an argue about who's, argument about whose ex-wife was more of a slut, pretty much. Right, I mean, it was bad. It's just bad. The end result was bad. Either way, it was bad. Yeah. You know? Um, um, <laughs> I'm just like, all right, transition away from the Holocaust. What do I got? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean we're... Of, of faux pas, did you guys uh, re- see today about uh, the red? Is this what you guys were talking about in the green room that made you become such good friends? You're just talking about different atrocities throughout the world. <laughs> no, I, I think we were talking about, we were I, talking about Todd's life first and then we were talking about food then we were talking about some some russian shit dude. you were just you like hey dude God. why do you have a tattoo of limp biscuit on your back and you're like oh well, let me explain to you the 90s for me <laughs> <laughs> todd if do you have a limp biscuit tattoo on your back mm, yes it's not a, it's no, not I a permanent one he has a bunch of stencils there <laughs> I draw Very funny. Them. I will tell you. There's so he many good a, ones. I can't commit to just. He is a he is a limp biscuit. He is a limp biscuit henna on his. Body. I will not. How about this? I won't shit on limp biscuit, and I'll tell you why. Yes. Uh, the pride of Springfield, Mass, where I where I uh, am from, where I went to high school. I, yeah. I live outside of Springfield. Is uh, a band that we all grew up watching called Stained. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Those guys are friends. I'm friendly with a lot of the guys, Aaron and all them. And those guys. Wait, what, dude? From Stained? From Stained, yeah. dude? Yeah. Oh. And You're such a dork. You got oh. so excited. So, dude, fucking Todd's really? puka shell necklace is tingling right now. Dude, you know well, here's what I'm saying. It's been a while. Since yeah, well. Talk oh, about this heroin, song. Dude. I'd play that song, I, fucking pretend I knew acoustic guitar and fucking. That was funny. I love well, that I can tell you this. Um, Fred Durst signed them. That's how they got their big break. It was from Fred Durst. Really? Yeah, well, that yeah. first song that came out uh, that they were together, they sang on stage, and then fucking Fred Durst sang with him, like the chorus. I'm on That's the- not how it happened, though. I'll tell you how it happened, because I was, I was there. So uh, <laughs> the, drummer, the drummer, John, used to like work out the same gym I went to. So they, they were doing a show in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. And it was like... Limp Biscuit, Orange Nine Millimeter, like oh. a bunch of really cool bands, right? Hell yeah! And they got dude. they got the. I'm local. starting to feel like how Marty was feeling when Todd kept making all those Jewish comments. I'm like, ah, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna just head on out of here. No, I'm down. <laughs> to, so, to, dude, to me in my generation, being a Nazi is the same thing as liking Fred Durst. And all right, but I'm, I'm not telling you have to like him. I'm just saying I won't. I know, shit I'm just on. joking. But but um. Okay. So their original album, the original one is this dysfunction. They released it themselves, and the original cover jacket had like a Bible with like a, a dagger in it or something. Fuck yeah! And Fred, Fred Durst, someone handed Fred Durst that backstage. He's like, "Oh, this is the opening band. If you want to listen to them," and he's like, "What kind of Satan worshiping bullshit? Throw them out! I don't want them on my fucking tour. I throw <laughs> them out. I don't want them on my show." Blah blah blah. And they're like, no, no, you got to have them. They got like a thousand people that are here. The, the, like, the arena's got a lot of fans. That, well, can, can so he's like, like Marty, fine, let me if pause I don't you. like it. Marty, let me pause you for one second because yeah. uh, let me, I think this will add to your story and where you're going. And the reason that you say that, because you think Stained, you're like, dude, what? Devil, what? you know, it doesn't make sense. But before Stained became the Stained that everybody fucking knows, they were heavier. They weren't like fucking death metal heavy, but they were fucking way heavier. And yeah. Aaron Lewis wasn't just like singing like that. He was actually pretty heavy. So that's, you know, like back then, that makes more sense that they were like that. They used to come. Rock yeah, well, them. so, so they, so 
so Fred Durst was like, dude, if they do one Satan song, I'm there, I'm out, I'm out, you know. Is he like a and, Christian guy? And he watched, he watched him from the side of the Meanwhile, stage. He's like, yo, Nookie, fuck yeah, dog. Well, he watched him from the side of the stage. The first song, he was like, all right. And then the second song, he was like, okay. And like the third song, he's like, these guys are fucking really good. And that was it. And they came off stage. He's like, yo, I want you guys to work with me. And they brought him to the studio. And next thing you know, they were out in Florida. They went from Florida to California. And then after that, they 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 became, like, they were the world's biggest band for a couple of years, I think. You know, Ooh, as far Stain as touring. Or Biscuit? Uh, Stain. 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 Yeah, they, they, uh, they were way bigger than the Stones. No. All right. You see, you're being a douche. <laughs> the, 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 when I say the world's biggest band, I, I mean for that radio play and touring for that year. Right. They had the highest numbers or whatever. Right. I don't know if you know this, but the Rolling Stones don't tour every year and they're not on the radio very much unless you listen yeah, to Paul. See, dude, we, that's, that's why we told them to fucking kind of be quiet, dude. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Man? I don't know. I liked uh, it, Paul. I thought it was funny. Paul, he was in. Uh, I feel like yeah. Paul's young. I feel like you two, you two Jamokes are the same age, and Todd and I are the same age, so we have a generational thing going no, on here. He, no, Paul, Paul's, an old, Paul's an old fuck, just like you guys. Yeah, he's the same age as us, dude. I think. Is he? Yeah. Uh, I'm about to be 44. Uh, I'm still a little older, I think. I don't know. I can't even remember. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. We're all going to be dead. We're all going to die soon. We, I know. We should fucking pick up some, some hookers or something. You ever picked up any hookers, dude? Pick up some hookers, play a little stained. Oh, look at Marty's out, crazy, dude. Marty's dude. like, fuck that, man. Dude, I got another phone call and it knocked me off. And as it knocked me off and I came back, all I heard was hookers. We get some hookers. And yeah, like, what? Dude. I'm saying we, we fucking turn this podcast around. And yeah, the world's it. ending, dude. Let's fucking get some hookers and play some Limp Biscuit. Yeah, Here's a question. Crazy. Let me ask you guys this question. I'm looking at you guys. Uh, Have any of you guys ever paid for sex? No. I've been paid for sex. How about that, motherfucker? <laughs> I, you know what? I know if you were doing heroin, you know, maybe you needed a bag bad. Yeah, Todd, we've it. been over this. That wasn't sex. You were making love to those old men. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were very dear gentlemen. Dude, is heroin that good? Dude. Yeah, dude. It's gotta I be. I fucking shared needles uh, with people and without knowing that there could be any kind of disease on that needle, dude, and I stuck it in my body. So it's good enough. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking good, dude. Dude, he knowingly went to a Disturbed concert one time. Like, it's pretty good. <laughs> That's, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course it's that. I mean, here's the thing. This is what's, uh, it does feel like when you do it the first time, the first couple of times, it's like fucking a big warm blanket of just over you. And it's See, nice. that's the dumbest fucking, I hate that comparison. Can you give us another one? Because I've never like put a warm blanket over my body. I'm like, man, I'd suck somebody's dick to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been that cold before. Put a bear skin rug fucking blanket around you then, dude. <laughs> like, that's I, the dumbest fucking comparison. Every, I, every heroin addict says that, too. It's like a warm blanket. No, it's not, dude. Warm blanket I mean, sucks. yeah, you could just get, like, a warm blanket for, like, 40 bucks at Walmart <laughs> right. and you know save yourself a lot of aggravation. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. You you imagine, dude, imagine putting a warm blanket on when you're on heroin. That's got to be, Todd's, like... Todd's, Todd's girlfriend's like... I don't know. He hasn't left the basement for like three weeks. He's just got three warm blankets in there. <laughs> he doesn't want to leave. Where's my blanket? Yeah, you, you, fucking, you get uh, dope sickness when you don't have your blankie for too long. That's so fun. 
Well, yeah, yeah, like, think, be more creative. You know what I mean? Like, how how could you okay, describe right. it? Uh, um, I would say it's like uh, all there's like empty little spots within your soul, and and that's a weird word to use. I know, and but it, it fills you up. That like, and there's like empty, and all of a sudden it fills all that up, and you're just like. Would you wait? Hold on. Would you say that there's empty holes that are getting filled inside of you? I would say time? that there was quite. <laughs> There was a d- different kinds of holes being filled throughout my term in my heroin uh, uh, tenure. So it means he so, took it in the butt. He took it in the butt for a ten bag. Is that what you're saying? Uh, uh, it's like it dude, felt I like a warm. Not. He was like he's like it felt like a warm blanket in my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, never. I never took it in the ass, dude. Did you ever, was there ever a feeling that compared though? Like, did you ever do anything like when you held your kid for the first time or you fucking, you know, tried anal with your dad? Like, was there anything that fucking. <laughs> I'm going to do. No, all of those things are way better, dude. Having anal with my dad is definitely. <laughs> finally, finally um, conquering that mountain is yeah, the best. And he stopped giving it to me and I'm like, fuck. So then I became a heroin addict because I was. The no student one. became the master. All right, so let me ask you this then. Okay. Right, this is a serious question now. Okay. Serious. All right. See if I. Um, in all of the experiences you've had in life, okay. Was that the best feeling, physical feeling? Um, no. There coming, you go. Coming is definitely better. Okay, so that's what I was getting at. That's what so I was getting maybe at. that's how we solve heroin addicts is just like get them Jerk addicted them to, to whores or something, you know? Well, if they could just make a pill that constantly made heroin addicts orgasm until they were <laughs> Cum pill, dude? Hell yeah, bro. I didn't think I was going to like you so much, Marty, but I think we're going to be... When you're on heroin, your dick doesn't get hard. my language. So maybe there is something. To, you can't really come when you're on heroin, dude. A cum pill, huh? It backs up yeah. and shit, so it's so you can't you can't release. That's it, the other dude. thing I don't understand. I never understood people who do coke or heroin because they always say the same thing: "Oh, you 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 can't get an erection." I'm thinking to myself, and they're like, "Oh, it's a party drug." I'm like, "What kind of party are you at?" Because <laughs> most of the parties I went at, everyone got drunk and had sex. You know, like that I'll was like a party. Uh, this is how it goes, right? The first few times you do heroin, maybe even like six months. We'll go six months. It's a long time when you're fucking doing heroin uh, yeah. and cocaine. Um, you can fuck like a goddamn beast, son. You could fuck forever and fucking it just is your dick is super hard. Then all of can a I sudden, give you a, can I give you a tip? I don't think most women like I don't like, like that. how you use give me a tip when you're most women are like, oh my god, this is so awesome that it's going on forever. Thank this is so great. Listen to me, Marty. When I say forever, I'm talking 15 minutes compared to the normal three. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, okay, he like, falls asleep every 10 minutes, dude. I take a nap, dude. I need more yeah. milk. I got to get my Ensure going or else I pass out. Because I'm old. So, dude. all right. So, you, so you basically you get lured in by that. And uh, then it, all the bad stuff happens. Yeah. Well, what happens is I, so I, you party, I partied a lot, dude. All right. Like, yeah. a lot of, taking a lot of acid, selling a lot of fucking drugs. And throughout the scene of partying, dude, you just start taking more drugs and you get this and that. And just the party was going, dude. And it was paying for itself because I'm selling drugs and trading. You know how this shit goes. Then all yeah. of a sudden, somebody's doing cocaine and I'm fucking strung out. And somebody's like, dude, do a bump of this. This will bring you down. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. So I do a bump of heroin. I'm like, oh, that is nice, dude. All that weird, jittery cocaine fucking like weirdness all yeah. of a sudden just goes, 
whoosh away. And that's when I talk about the warm blanket. Okay. It's like, yeah. All of a sudden the holes get filled, dude. Is fucking after that. Is it just that it get, gets rid of anxiety completely? Is kind of what I imagine. So where I grew up, our, our, the street that everyone lived off of was called Burnett Road, and, and that's actually where I'm off of right now. And all my, we all, all of us were called Burnett Road burnouts. We started drinking early. We were kind of parties, or whatever. But a lot of my friends took a real twist. They got into like acid and coke and everything else. And like I, that wasn't my scene. I, I just would drink like a 30 rack, you know? Right. But they got into like Coke and stuff, but I knew never to touch Coke because I have an addictive personality. So uh, what happened to them was one day they couldn't get enough Coke. So someone gave them heroin too, like cut in with the Coke or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that was it, dude. All my friends, they, they all ended up, one of them ended up with a liver it, transplant. They got signed yeah, by FC. Fred Durst the next day and fucking yeah. everything just fucking made it for them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, they're called Slipknot now. Yeah. No, but like they, they, they ended up. fucked up on drugs and broke into a Halloween mask store and <laughs> changed the world. They, there you go. Look at that. See, there he pulled is. up. There's. That's, oh, the that's hilarious. That's I the most '90s fucking album cover. Tormented, yes, that was the album. That's it's, the original a, album cover. This is a very that, bad cover. Yeah, that's uh, the one that that Fred Durst yeah, was like, "No, fuck." That's why Fred Durst said that, dude. Yeah, Did Fred Durst like fucking used to be a minister or something. That's so, like off brand for him, it seems. Well, like yo, man, I don't like when motherfuckers take down Jesus, bro. Still, <laughs> <laughs> so motherfucker. He's like, I did it all for forgiveness. Come on, forgiveness. <laughs> See? They were... Sounds so love like your fellow tool. man. Love stained, your fellow man. Well, stained, stained originally, when they started playing in my area, they did a lot of covers. They did, like, Corn, Tool, uh, Rage Against the Machine, all that, you know? And then they started mixing in their originals, which were just fantastic, and then that's how they blew up. But now Aaron, I'm I'm still friendly with Aaron. Aaron Aaron does country music now. Yeah, he's really I saw, good at it. I saw that, and uh, he's really good at it. Like really, I'm not even like a huge country guy, but he's really good at it. Well, I've actually uh, seen him do solo stuff, like uh, YouTube videos of doing like yeah. he'll play solo and play like random just songs all across the board of all kinds of music. Like all of a sudden he'll he play can, like, dude, like a jukebox. You could say a song and he could play it, dude. On Wednesday nights, he used to pay five bucks. We go sit him and. This kid chris Blini for five bucks and they would just play whatever you shout it out pretty much they would play they they were so talented and when that dude sings like if he was in here right now with a guitar and he just picked up and played you'd be like oh that's why that guy's a millionaire like he's right. he's talented you know yeah i could tell i mean i can tell that he music's so much better than comedy dude like so much better like i, I play instruments and whatever and i'm okay i I'm like it I suck, but I'm okay. But but what do you got? You got a guitar right there, dude. Yeah, what do you? I do. do. I you? do. Yeah. I I'm, I also I'm, dabble on the drums as well. You know, do you? You got you, yeah. you want to play something? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if it's in tune. Let me look and see. Hang on. He's like, <laughs> dude. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't even know if he the goes, tune comes he back. He stands up. He's like, I don't even know if it's in tune. He's like. <laughs> I don't know. Just like puts on a fucking like, leather jacket on. Yeah, he's got a T-shirt. He's got a fucking band name on it. Fucking, he's got a microphone so with bandanas all over. Just it. plays like beautiful yeah. Spanish guitar. Like I don't even know if it's in tune. But here's my point, dude. <laughs> That's funny. 
I don't even know if it's a tune. <laughs> Dude, how much pot is Jesse May fucking smoking during quarantine? God you damn, know, I'm going to say this. Girl's probably fucking <laughs> ripped. Look, I'm going to give you the insight. I don't want to uh, talk out of school about her, but Jesse May definitely likes pot. However, <laughs> the amount of pot people think she smokes versus... Like, she's not high 24-7, and when she is high, she's one of the most motivated fucking put-together people you'll ever see. Like, I thought you were going to go, when she's not high, she's drunk. No. No, well, we do, we do drink a lot more on the road. I'm, I'm more of a drinker, so I'm kind of a drinker. But, but she, she's not like a she, – she likes weed, but she's not what I would consider, like, the conventional stoner, you know, like the – the person that's sitting there with a bowl of mac yeah, and I cheese. Mean, but I, when I think of her, though, like the guy likes, with the windows in the weed. back and the fucking man bun. <laughs> yeah, you have a man bun, so that tells me you're probably not the most motivated smoker. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it, I don't know, man. It's like I, I only get motivated for things that I give a shit about, but like everything else, I'm real bad with. Like I'll, I'm the laziest dude in the world if I if I am allowed to be. You know, even that statement sounded so high, like a stone. <laughs> <Right? thing. laughs> I'm like motivated when I'm not motivated. Sometimes I'm just not motivated. <laughs> like, what? I feel high even listening to that. Getting a contact high through Zoom. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No, she she does she does. It's funny too because we do shows oh, and I'm sometimes. Just, I'm just joking, dude. I just know that she fucking likes weed, and I know that. A lot oh, of she loves it, dude. She she loves it. Buds during fucking quarantine, and so I'm sure that she's fucking medicated. I, I get it, man. I fucking yeah, yeah. She's too. definitely smoked her share, I'm sure. But like, well, salute to her, dude. Yeah, dude. No, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but she's she's super super duper. Uh, She's motivated, and honestly, she's not. I have some friends that need to be high. Like, one of my friends, I asked him when the last time he was not high was. Yeah. And he, it was, like, when he was sick in the hospital, and it was, like, five years before or something like that. He's literally, <laughs> he's literally high from the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to bed. He's a dad. He's a comic. He, he's a promoter. Wait, he's, like... Are you talking about me, bro? No, but I'm telling oh, you, this dude... He's the president of the United States. <laughs> he's high-functioning, dude. He's a high... He's a high-functioning high Dude, I'm the exact same way. I just try to take, like, a break for one week a year where I just sober out. Okay. You're like not that way. I'm looking at you right now. You're not dude, look at his blinds, Marty. Look at his fucking blinds. I'm looking at your blinds. Dude, wait till you see me sober. It is a problem. <laughs> I'm looking at your blinds that haven't been fixed in three years. I'm right. looking at your you turn his window into a bong at some point. And I'm, I'm looking at your beard that you grew just because you didn't have to shave and you haven't even trimmed it up in like three weeks. And I'm looking at your man bun, which questionably you may have showered in the last week and a half. And you're like, I'm the same way. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> this guy gets up at six in the morning with his fucking kid. He gets high. <laughs> he takes care of his kid all day. He writes, he books shows. Then he gets in his car and goes and performs like, there are other levels of yeah, dude, Like I get up in the morning, I get high. Dude, I get at least three games of Madden in before noon dude, every day. There you go. My franchise, dude, I'm putting up work in those numbers, man. There you go. That is the appropriate. That is what I expected to come out of your mouth. <laughs> no, I actually work, dude. I, I work at a factory fucking all night. I have a, I am like, my aesthetics do not represent me as a person at all. It's they pretty totally bizarre. To be honest, dude, I worked at a factory to put myself through school. 
And I looked very similar to you when I did. I had long hair and a beard, and I busted my ass. Yeah. You had long hair and a beard? I did, man. I had hair past my chest, <laughs> Back man. when you were listening, hanging out with Stained? <laughs> yeah. It was back in the same era. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm still friends with Aaron, but yeah. Like, yeah. Back That's then. amazing. We got to try to find a photo of that. <laughs> I have one on my Facebook, man. You can find it on there. Do you really? Are you with long hair and the beard? Oh, yeah. Be, that's what we should do for the photo for the episode. We should do, do not do that. It looks nothing like I don't even look like I looked when Todd saw me last. No, you like, look great, bro. I want to say that uh, you've lost uh, some LBs, dude. Yeah, I dropped about 80 pounds, maybe oh, 70 pounds, something like that. You look and, really and good, man. Thanks, brother. And I had like a beard back then because I had to hide my face and shit. And, and uh, like I said, I. I I so I'm I'm supposed to be not plugging it now, but I'm supposed to be launching my own podcast and like the I sent the logo over for the girl to like cartoon make a cartoon kind of out of my face. Yeah, and she sent she changed it and sent it back with like a beard and the face fat and like and I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? And she's like, I want the thing to look like you. And I was like, bro, I'm sending you the picture again. And then she sent it back again, still the same. And I was like, dude, what are you like? We were going back and forth over it. And then like, she's just trying I don't to know, bully like, you with it. She's no, like, she's like a, a month ago, fat Albert back. <laughs> a month ago, she saw me like on a live or something like that. And she messaged me. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, I didn't know that, that, that you look like that now. She's like, that's how I was setting it back the way it was. I was saying it was, I was like, oh yeah. So she overcompensates the other direction, just makes you jacked with like a giant dick. Right. No, <laughs> that would be, I, uh, no. A podcast coming out, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Probably the next. Hopefully, the next few oh, weeks. Oh yeah, man, that's exciting. Yeah, that's that's my goal. So nice. I've been I've been trying to get it done during quarantine, but my dad's been sick and stuff. So I've just been it's been one thing after another. But yeah, I'm gonna it's gonna be called Center Point. So uh, I'm like trying to get that out. Well, check out Marty's podcast for sure. Center Point. Yeah. All right, yeah. so listen. Uh, before we go, go on iTunes, leave us a review. Hate this podcast. Leave us a uh, review and a rating, and uh, go get a T-shirt from uh, htbkicksass.com. Well, you look good, dude. And uh, well, thanks, brother. Let's you keep, too. Let's, let's keep in touch, and uh, let's uh, get you. You know, hopefully, you're back up here soon enough. I told Mark the other day. He said that you guys comedy's banned. I said, I said it's ticketed events. Why don't you just do one of suggested donations? He said no. He said they don't even allow comedy. He said the only thing that you can do is protest. I said, well, I can get, I can get three guys together and put on the funniest ninety-minute protest you've ever seen <laughs> for donations. But I don't think he bid on it. So. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched to get you back here, dude. Tell yeah. Jesse May that uh, give her uh, our best. She rules. Uh, and uh, let's, uh, let's get up soon, dude. I, I will tell her, dude, tell Vinny and, and Todd and everyone there that I said hello as well. And you know uh, it. be good. Hell yeah. All, All right, man. All right, Pleasure. Man. Peace, yeah. dude. All right, everyone. All right. See you later, fellas. You heard me. Bye. I believe that the, all the reason why there's so much suffering and is because of the state. <laughs>